haven't seen it. Hey, did you hit? We're live. Yeah, no. Keep going. <laughs> I just looked and I saw her since live. And I was talking about eating to the corral. I got, I got Mike with the old razzle dazzle, the old stasis lock one, two. Yeah, my eyes aren't just, that bad. I saw the live. Just, I'm like, oh shit, just, we're live. It's, it's that Kramer style broadcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lake says six o'clock. We start at or seven, whatever, whatever your time zone is. That's when it starts. <laughs> Top of the hour. So, well, uh, since Mike isn't going to finish his story, welcome to Stasis Lock, everyone. I'm your host, Primal Sabbath, and uh, joining me is the Dream Team. Uh, I'll start from my left, Dalton. Where can people find you? You can find me uh, everywhere at Daltonians TFs or on the casting couch. All right, Joe. Um, I'm here. That's about it. That's it. Mike? Y'all can find me everywhere. It's just another G.I. Joe show. And sometimes you might find me at the Golden Corral. You didn't think, like, maybe rebranding into, uh, like, Angry Mike and then just having just another G.I. Joe show as one of the shows you do? It's a running theme here in Stasis Lock, I think. Just, like, recommending recommending brand change to, uh, to Arkansas friends at that. (laughs) <laughs> just say man think about it change your twitter and your youtube to angry mike and uh you still keep just another gi joe show it's Not just your show you know angry mike yep you can find an episode one guy texted me earlier today and he was like dude you were so pissed in that last video which uh i feel like uh i'm gonna have to watch it i feel like i read that but all right so what did everyone get this week, Dalton? Nothing. Yeah. Oof. Cool Surprise. Video. Joe, what'd you get this oh. week? <laughs> Nothing. Wow. Mike? I guess, I guess I didn't have the big purple dinosaur last week, did I? Uh, no, no, I got it on thir- I got it Thursday. So I got uh, Beast Wars Megatron. And thanks to uh, uh, Primal Sabbath's uh, entertaining video, I was able to transform it without breaking the crotch. Shameless plug. That's me. That's right. But anyways, uh, I really dig it. It's up there in the case. I actually really like it a lot. Um, I, at first, I was really, I didn't really want to get it, but then uh, I had bought a, a case from Entertainment Earth and uh, for someone else, and uh, I kept the other one, and I really like it. Hey, man, take the uh, take the slip case off that other one and give it to me. He's not going to miss it. I hear he knows about it. He told me about oh, it. Shit. Hell, I didn't know nothing about it. Give me your slipcase. You don't need it. Are they going for money? No. I mean, it's a slipcase. That's fine. You can fucking have it. I don't care. Okay, cool. Now, I also got some... uh, Can we talk about regular stuff or just Beast Wars stuff? I mean, whatever you got this week, man. Whatever you got. I got a couple of uh, Rekgars, the uh, Combiner Wars or Power of the Primes, whatever you want to say. And I think I told you about this. I took all of them and made a new Combiner, nothing but Rekgars. Uh yeah, with the uh, with the inferno, yeah, the inferno as the b- base and two, I have three retgars and one um the uh the one from Protector Bots, the white one. Oh, fuck, I forgot his name. You know, groove. groove. That's it. Yeah, groove. I got groove up to one of the legs and then three or retgars. But yeah, That's, it sounds like the commanders are real junk heap. Yeah, there was someone who had a really badass custom of it, and I and I missed out in getting it. But it was all painted up with a custom head for a junkie on. I mean, it was really cool looking. Dude, who's microwaving Hot Pockets? Hey, now that's my dinner. You stay off my dinner. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they ran out of pot pie down at the corral. 
No, we got. We're gonna have chicken fried steaks. You are silly. Did you get anything else? Um, Dig for it. No, I don't think I got anything else. Okay. Well, I collected a pre-order today, as did most of us. Um, we all should have. Yeah, I believe all of us here did. Mm-hmm. And I got some some stuff added to my uh, Joe's wholesale lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's why um, I was selling mine. Home of home of wayward beasts. Yeah, man. Like if everyone just shipped me everything, like as soon as those uh, those Titans return or not Titans return, uh, Siege War for Cybertron, whatever the stupid line is now, uh, the stuff I ordered from Mike. As soon as like he ships those, if everyone were to ship all that at the same time, I'd have me a, a, a humble little haul. But I'm not going to wait Breakout that long party because uh, I'm going to be seeing Joe. So I'm going to be getting my stuff from Joe. And yep. uh, yeah, so Another other than that, like I, I can't remember. Did I? Did I like? When did I get that big Beast Machines haul with like everything? Was that a few uh, weeks ago? I feel like that was a few weeks like ago. Three to four weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, I dude, I can't remember. So it's been um I got some uh some like little flyers for Little Rock Comic Con this year. So you passed I got that in the mail. That's something. I'm really stretching it here. Did you really did you just get those? No, man, I've had uh, oh. I got them like last week, I think. Oh okay. So yeah. Did you get those uh, rock bubbles you were talking about? Uh no. Those oh. were those would have been from Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of something I didn't get yet, but I bought. Which is that Kyoto? Um, well, I, might as well. Okay, as well. Huh? Tell, tell oh, us what you uh, got. Smooth bubble waspinator, like an American one. Those are not the trilingual. Nope, not the just the regular American one. So nice. I thought you were about to say smooth bubble tarantulas, and I was like, oh well, then you can't sell anything. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. No. Still on the lookout, but I hear you. Well, tonight, today, at some point, we all should have watched uh, Beast Machines season one, episode two, Master of the House, which was a pretty like I've never really paid attention to the Beast Machines titles uh, until like this one. And I was like, oh wow, it actually has a lot to do with the episode. They get um, more creative. It's pretty neat. I finished yeah. the series this morning. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Um, but I mean, I was, I was looking, I was looking at, you know, a couple of the, the episode titles, but like this episode was master of the house. And we find out who the master of the house has been while the Maximals have gone. And a uh, short summary is, um, who are you? So, um, Dalton, give us your notes. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh, I actually don't have that many, like, I'm not getting a whole lot out of this. That's a surprise. I've got, I've got a few. I feel like I've got a few. What would be uh, Dalton notes, but we'll see. Well, first one is I don't know how to feel about the whole maximal transformation being so spiritual and almost like a meditation type of thing. Like, I don't know how I feel about it, especially this early on, and like mm-hmm. how that really doesn't carry over later on. I mean, just spoiler alert. It, like, there's no. I really don't know when the cutoff is as to like when. It isn't such a thing for them to, to. Do. I mean, but I, I guess that kind of builds to it. The more season building, ish, they stop. It was, was it, well, it was like midway through season one. I feel was it? Yeah, 
I, I oh, want to say it's like I remember Rat Trap had issues the whole time, and in season one they would get shot or something and get their mojos knocked out of whack, and then they'd go back to beast mode. That was that was literally this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I Although think that, that happens throughout the throughout the season. But I noticed what? in season two they get shot and then they turn from beast mode into robot mode. Well, I know that um when they're when they're on on the run, like when they're trying to flee, they turn into beast mode because like they, they can't get tracked. And I think we, we find yep. out in a few episodes that they are tracked by their robot modes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so uh, when they're splitting up, Cheetor gets upset that he doesn't get to go with Big Butt. Yeah, just he got his feelings. Oh yeah. Uh, the chase scenes have a nice uh, club beat to them, dude. The entire series has a nice club beat to it. Like that's that's but the, especially that's the, bar the I chase scenes. Up. It's like Beast Machine Cyber. Do you ever notice though? Like speaking of speaking of clubs and uh, you know, like nightlife that was mentioned in the in the episode. Like no. it's never daytime. It's never yeah. daytime on Cybertron until like the end. Yeah, there's no sun anywhere. This is, is all yeah. like. Both seasons happened all within like a eight hour period. <laughs> uh, adding some blur effects to stiff movements is not slick moves. Like Cheetor's fighting style is very just stiff. Dude, you know that it's the it's it's as as slick as it gets. Not ultra gear. It's pretty ultra gear, I think. Uh. The throne room coming together is uh, heavily reminds me of like some boss fights in video games. Just the way it yeah, the bricks oh. coming in and then Megatron coming down on his cord, I guess. Yeah. Uh, of course, we get our classic primal scream going through the trap door and then again, well, 30 seconds later. And JX really needs to do a retool, repaint of Megatron in this kind of weathered state. Man, I really don't know. I don't know how I'd, how tightly I would buy that. You know what I mean? Well, especially if they give it these kind of textures, like that shade, that kind yeah. of cell shaded look. That is something I do like about the animation. It kind of blends the better parts, I think, of CGI and of cell shading. Like way better than than what the Unicron trilogy stuff did. I think it was Energon specifically. Energon, oh, yeah, Energon was bad. Pretty bad job at all that. But. And that's it. All right. Well, uh, my notes when Rat Trap was talking uh, about like whenever he was he was mad at everyone transforming. So when I transform, you better watch out uh, because he can only access areas with ramps. Um, <laughs> they came to. The understanding that a virus is what took the planet out, and uh, that virus was distributed by LimeWire. So uh, they decide at a point to uh, check out the one on the entire planet that's got constant electricity, lights moving all around. That's going to end up pretty good. Not going to run into any trouble there. Uh, the tentacle porn from the throne room. Welcome to my throne room. So, there was that. Uh, we see Megatron achieved peace through hive-minded tyranny. More than the G1 Megatron ever did. Suck it, G1ers. Yep. 
the underlying theme for the episode seems to have been keeping your emotions in check because uh, the Maximals had to remain calm for the most part, remain balanced to stay in beast mode, and Megatron just had to not get angry uh, to stay in his little harness. Alternatively, Optimus just had to not get angry so he wouldn't fall off of the platform. And uh, Rat Trap is all about that skedaddle out of here lifestyle. Still. <laughs> Joe, do you have any notes? Or are we just pass on you and Mike? Yeah, I forgot. Um, okay. I thought of some notes for future episodes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> just write them down and uh, yeah. I hope you're I hope you're with us when we do those future episodes. Yeah, I there there's some great Dalton notes coming up. I'll say that. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to it. Should have had Tyler watch it and give me his notes. When y'all talk about it, uh, it brings up memories of watching it originally. But um, <clears throat> I think the one thing I never, and this is throughout the whole series, was I didn't really understand. I didn't really like the transformation when they did finally transform. Um, and then it was, you know, they all, like they were like in a yoga class or something. It's like, <laughs> I mm -hmm. am transformed. I mean, where's the Kool-Aid at while you're at it? I mean, I mean, it just it just didn't make I mean, it was a good series, don't get me wrong. I like it, I own it, but it's more of the point of I didn't there were just certain things, and this actually was one of the things I didn't care for versus Beast Wars. Now, Beast Wars, my personal opinion, was I think as far as the CGI on that was really well done versus Beast Machines. Oh, uh, see, I, f I don't know. Maybe it's because I like the darker tones of Beast Machines, just visually. Um, and, and it fits with the story better, I feel. But I also, like, I don't know, man. Like, the, the call signs, like, the call-outs, rather, for, like, transforming, that shit got old Beast Wars for me. Like, I, I didn't well, need to hear Maximize all And, like, eventually, we didn't hear that. But I think in Beast Machines, we hear it every single episode. Well, and, Beast um, Wars, they, they stopped doing it after so long. Right, um, these machines. I think they damn near did the whole series. Yeah, like I said, I think it. I think it lasts like at least midway through season two. Uh, it's got to, but like they were, they were heavy handed on that. I am transformed stuff. Oh yeah. Real quick in the chat, we got Eric von Wolfenstein. What's up, man? Cardio fan subs. Hey, and Chaos Woo. Prime eighty four. So thanks for joining us, guys. Speaking of Cardio fan subs, that uh leads us into the first bit of news. They dropped us. Some hot fire this uh, this week, this past week, I should say. And they released Beast Wars Neo, uh, fully subtitled for everyone's enjoyment. And you can either download it direct there. It's a torrent, so you just get your favorite uh, torrent downloader. And uh, they also uploaded it on YouTube. Uh, I believe they use the... Uh, Eastern translation or the Eastern subs with like the, the Cybertrons, Destrons, and, and stuff like that. Um, for the YouTube stuff, I think Beast War Second they actually use the Western stuff like Maximals, Predacons, and Maximize and, and Terrorize and things like that. I believe it's been a while since I watched it from their I, YouTube channel. I think on the YouTube it's still the Eastern. Okay. Then maybe maybe it was the uh, the Beast War Second movie because that's the most recent thing I'd watched on their YouTube. I mean, I've got it on the computer, but you know, when it's oh, on YouTube, why not? We, just... we got the man in charge in the chat, so he can let us know. Yep, he can. Uh, I, but I know for sure Neo is is the Eastern like uh, 
stuff. But they do include that. They also uh, include for you the LGEX Blue Big Convoy story, which is also like post Beast Machines, pre Beast Wars, second and Neo, uh, which is really cool. Uh, I got a chance to read that in its infancy, uh, and, and it's it is really nice to have that to see how uh, the timeline is completely branched. There's a there's a little discrepancy here and there, but uh, that's I mean what what else can you expect for something that was added to you know twenty year old story? Uh, there's also of course anytime you're curious about why a certain line of dialogue was said, they do have a guide format for the episodes. CD nice. single for the I believe that is the Love Forever is the intro. I think this that I'm not even going to try to pronounce is the outro. This Te no Naka no Uchu. So uh, there's that. Something I do really, really appreciate is the extras, and um, mm. they typically go above and beyond. So you get the Beast Wars Neo toy commercials, uh, or I guess commercials in general. The clean opening and endings is basically the openings and endings without the uh, like without any of the writing on it. So there is that. You also got the DVD box set scans, VHS scans, uh, CD scans. Uh, model sheets was something really, really cool. So, like, there was a, there was a splash page I want to say of uh, Dead End, and he had uh, he was white with red secondary colors instead of purple. Uh, so, really, really interesting. Um, script scans for episode twenty two. Um, evidently, a super encyclopedia. Trading cards, manga scans. Uh, so all that, all that stuff—the mini comics, uh, the illustration book, TV magazine profiles—a lot of stuff that hopefully um, he would be so kind as to uh, translate one day. Maybe I'd love, to, <laughs> I'd love to see all the Japanese like book stuff, um, paper fiction translated. Uh, that that's for G one too. Um, that would be that'd be awesome. Let's see. Uh, he did mention the torrent version has the options for both original and Western style. So. There is that, and YouTube is the Eastern style. Other than that, um, any frequently asked questions? Uh, he recommended Qubit Torrent for me because I'm not super hip on uh, downloading torrents. For anyone who may be like me, I'd suggest that first one, and uh, definitely, definitely get VLC. Man, you can't go wrong with VLC. You'll run into the least amount of problems with that. Also, with the release is like all the fonts that you would need. So just uh. Go go to the fonts folder and install them. That way you can watch it seamlessly. So nice. there is that. Yeah, I'm definitely and, looking forward to watching it. Yeah, man, it's it's it was a treat. Like I looked forward for the longest watching it as like a a big you know binge because like I got to watch the episodes like as they were done. So it's like, you know, I'd watch one or one or two or three or whatever. I'd let a backlog build up so I could like have a little bit of joy time. (laughs) And then uh, it'd be like, you know, another week or two or a month or whatever. And then the next one would come. So it was awesome being able to check all that. But like I said, man, I love the extras. And I believe Walrasol supplies some of that stuff. And that's a, that's a cool dude too. Um, He's got a YouTube channel. I'm assuming it's a, he, Uh, you can check out, got a bunch of, you know, commercials and just all kinds of like crazy media things. Hmm. So there is that. Also, let's get into this. Let me make sure I present to everyone. All right. So the rest of our news. 
we got Masterpiece MP46 Black Arachnia. So uh, we've seen, I want to say last week, we took a look at the painted images, right? Of the, uh, or the Just the robot mode, yeah. Just the robot mode. And then at that same show later in the week, they dropped uh, uh, Beast Mode and dropped, I mean that very literally, because it looks like they put it into Beast Mode and just dropped it in the case. Because <laughs> uh, it was very mistransformed, but these are the official Ooh. images from Takara. Man, look at that pinup gal. Mm-hmm. So, there's your laying back against the console. Oh, cover yourself, girl. You're showing it, so it, much. If she if she can do that high kick and stay balanced without a stand, she's staying like that on the shelf. Yeah, dude. That's like I don't know because like these are these are photoshopped images because it's like. This you can tell she's definitely like they photoshopped the standout. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, there's the accessory she comes with. Like the cord even has like a little plug-in thing. Like I'm waiting, I'm ready for a third-party company to do a uh, like like just a just an axelon setup. Man, just give me all the parts of the axelon, all the parts of the dark side, and have some of these little ports for this little cable. I think that would be neat. But that is the Visor, the one thing from that one episode, the Cyclops cosplay. Is, <laughs> yeah, is that going to be a fully different head sculpt, or is that going to be a? It's piece just of just an accessory. Head? It's just okay, an accessory. I don't have the image that shows the accessories, but while we're talking about it, it's going to be the visor, and I believe this cable mm-hmm. are one piece. Then there's going to be the the like anchor thing that she shoots from her gun. There's that, and then there's one that actually has a, has a cable attached to it. So you get two of the missiles, one with a cable, one without. Oh, cool. Four of the webbing pieces and the stands. And then an alternate so, face. Yes, and then an alternate face. And I think we, we take a look at that, or we, we may end up, I don't know, but there she is being sassy. <laughs> I really like it that they gave her those uh, visors for that one episode. I forget which episode it was. Those ones uh, like other voices. That was the end of season one, right? Yeah, it was end of season one. Yeah, it um, but it's like I couldn't, like honestly, man, I couldn't think of any other accessory really to give her. She didn't really interact with a lot of smaller things, you know. The, the only other thing was with that, uh, that one bomb in whichever episode. Did I they can't give her the, the one under the axelon? Yeah, like a but- little tuning fork. Right. Even even then, though, like that's probably something that would come with Tigatron because I don't think mm-hmm. he interacted with anything else either. Did they give her uh, the other missiles, the more spider leg missiles rather than the anchor ones? No, it's just the anchor ones. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, just the little because she used both in the show. Yeah, but I think the anchor one was the more well known. Oh, yeah, it was. But yeah, I think the other ones were more poison missiles. Yeah. Also, Karyudo confirmed for me that Walrusol is indeed a guy. So appreciate now, that. One thing I've been seeing is people complaining about the uh, feet being black here. I think that's just photoshopped. Well, because there's a yes official image the, with the background that has the purple feet in spider mode. I was going to say, I think maybe I know the one that we saw, I believe, was purple, purple feet. I but, mean, like right here, you can kind of see. I don't really mind if they're black, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But all these yeah, images so far have been black feet. Leg guns. 
Are those? Is it just the one hinge? Yeah, I think it's just the one hinge. Yeah, it's it's funny because like the joint. these are these are like these look like they're at least rotated forward, but these I don't I can't tell if they are or aren't. But it is what it is. See, I'm like, man, I'm cool with the black feet. Maybe if they're like a dark purple, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either way, I'm fine with it. I just saw some people complaining about it. This, I think, I mean, is awesome. Could, they could be black just to add more black to the spider mode, too. Could be. Yeah. This, I think, is cool. This reminds me a lot of at the end of season two with the uh, the art codes. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's supposed to be uh, Tarantulas possessing her, like whenever I mean, he speaks. That too, like it could, it could be either or. But you use your like, tool if you want to use it for. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that's that's an alternate head. So yeah, I would not, cool. I would not expect any light up eye features. I'm just being honest. With a head that small, no. Yeah, what would have been cool instead of the visor if they had added the, uh, if she came for face with the um, the green beams coming out of her eyes, like Dinobot. <laughs> <laughs> But see, then at that point, I feel like there would need to be an LED, which honestly, like with Dinobot, I feel like I wish they would have just dyed that piece green or, or you know, cast it in a clear green rather. Or painted it with a, uh, yeah, clear green or even went over it with a uh, translucent green paint. So I'm still I'm still seeing uh, black here on the feet and I'm OK with it, uh, honestly. Right in there for the spider mode. It's. There's that. And we do see that the spider mode does clean up a lot better. You've got the yeah. uh um the the pieces where the spider legs attach, like it's actually closer to the body. So uh Tyler, oh, no. I'm glad you're wrong. <laughs> Everything's in the back, so Yeah. You're gonna have some of that gold showing through, but it didn't bother me when it was a lunk of uh parts sitting on a display, so this is just even better for me. Well, um, and then see, seeing the tr- Seeing the transformation, there's going to be no way they're going to get it perfect. No. Look back at all of them now. None of them are, are perfect. Megatron's right. the closest. That's right. Megatron is the closest. But yeah, none of them are the biggest. <clears throat> this has me hopeful that maybe she can actually support her weight. Like, I don't know. I mean, because, you know, again, th- this is likely Photoshopped. But well, then. Well, it looks like looks like she's kind of supporting herself with the the back feet up here on this like on this rock. Well, so. it's the supporting piece of the ball joint is on the top, so even if she, it's open right here, right? Like that would mean that all the weight would push down on it, causing her to so. slump down. Yeah. Unless yeah. that's just a super tight. It, I mean, I'm not even convinced it's a ball joint. If I'm being honest, dude, like I can't. You know, like usually with the ball joint, you can see where the little stem is, and then it goes into the ball, unless they they somehow like lock in, the le- or the leg is the stem. Maybe, and like I said, maybe they lock in. You know, you, you press them in to lock them down or something. I don't. Uh, I don't maybe. know. Find out in about six months. Yeah. Well, let's see. And we could tell, like, here's just some more like telltales that this is a. Not a final painted piece. You can see some of the. So uh, you can see the stress relief there for the ball joint. Yeah, on so the back I leg. Yes, it, it is a ball joint. <clears throat> Interesting though. I guess maybe I'm the weird one on this one. Is that usually some of them? If I feel, I guess, kind of a 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where I, where I don't feel comfortable putting them in a certain mode, I never transform them. So she looks like the kind I would probably never transform. <laughs> She's probably going to come in spider mode. Uh, so <laughs> that's what like I was they, thinking. They've all come in beast mode to to get the satisfaction of uh, of putting them into robot mode at the very least. And that'll probably and, the only uh, time she ever transforms. Dude, this shit right here is too cool. Like I love that I can use the web, Sorry. like any any like any way that I that I want to. Like mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like. I can use it in either mode for for the display because I'm going to have a beast mode and a robot mode display. So um, obviously I'm going to have her on the shelf like this, and I may utilize one of the uh, the Dinobot stands since I have three of them <laughs> to to get her yeah to get her up a little bit higher, you know, because uh, this just looks like you can only get her so high up. And then uh, look, looks like using... robot mode. This this is too freaking awesome. You looks like they're using the attachment for tracks. So, I, I don't know. About if you do it a certain way, you could probably put a, one of your maximals up there dangling on it. I'm Not sure dangling. I'm sure there's a way because like you know it, it's gonna use a plug system, you know, to, to mm-hmm. keep her on it. I can see where you kind of like real quick kind of like this may very well be just a very dark purple that shows up black it in photoshops. Purple. Looks purple mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, because like you see the the ball joints here, it still looks like that kind of gray. Um, yeah, and it may not even be gray; it may have been cast, you know, run off and white or something like that. But well, you, you know how we'll usually see like an official image that has like the logo in the background, like it's all black around. It doesn't have the studio desk on it. Yeah, <sighs> there, there's one of those that has her up against the web, and it shows the purple feet. So I got you. Is this right? Comparison we have. This is height. the closest comparison in, in terms of size, and she's suspended on the stand. She's not standing mm-hmm. on it. She's actually suspended on it. So it looks like if you just kind of use your brain and bring Primal up, she'll probably come to maybe this uh, little circle in his chest, if I had yeah. to guess. Uh, so she should be maybe a head shorter than Cheetor, maybe half a head shorter than Cheetor, which is is great scale. So and it's crazy, like seeing her next to these. She's like, dude, she's small. You know what I mean? Just so. anybody can, next to Megatron, small. That's true too. That's <laughs> Man, true Megatron too. is a beast. He's a big so, boy. Um, she is available for pre-order at all of your uh, favorite go-to sites. Um, all of us here have pre-ordered her differently. Well, I think Mike, you're the only one that and did it different. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> You know, like I said, look for her. She's she's up for pre-order everywhere. Uh, U.S. retail price, I think, is one forty. But if you shop smarter, you're looking at about one fifteen shipped. Um, or I bought you three. Shop for me, you can get it cheaper. I bought three and I got it for one twelve shipped. Yeah, Mike, but they're gonna get it in like three months after everyone else has had. No, it's it's. I was just looking that up a little bit ago. It's actually it is scheduled to hit like a week after. The Dude, your Megatron after. was scheduled to hit a week after, and like you're still two months late getting that. It wasn't two months, maybe a month. Dude, that's, that's okay. I will save money and wait an extra month, and then I can wait for everyone to get their videos up, and well, then I can go watch the videos, and then I can play with my toy in peace. You do you, and, and uh, save me one. Of, save me one of the slip covers for the Black Arachnia. Yeah, are they coming? <laughs> are they coming too? I would, I would uh, assume so. Um, also, I mean, if you got it, if you if you uh, got free shipping for a year on Hasbro Pulse, she's even up on Hasbro Pulse. Uh, all the all the US like mm-hmm. sites like Hasbro Pulse, Big Bad, so on and so forth. Um, the Hasbro Asia distributors, I should say, 
they're going to come with the slip covers like Megatron did. So I didn't really think that the slip cover was newsworthy, but there was a guy that was like, dude, what do I do? It's going to look different from all my other ones. But if you're a mitten box, mitten sealed box kind of guy or gal, you can uh, keep it in that uh, slip cover. You went ahead and got your three again, Dakota? Absolutely. I'm actually, that's like the thing for me though, I want to do seasons two and three, like full shelves of seasons two and three. Like I have my vintage beast wars. So I'm going to eventually want a fourth for season two Predacons. But like I'm torn between getting a fifth one or not because she ultimately ends up as a transmetal two um, in season three for the Maximals. But she also spends over half the season in this body. But I think I'm just going to like cut it at four because I'm already going to get five Infernos and five Rhinoxes. So. I'd, I'd go with Transmetal Two for the season three shelf. I mean, yeah, that that that's kind of the way I do it. Even though it was like one of the last episodes she changed. Same with Megatron. Right. One of the last episodes he changed, but I still have him as the dragon on that shelf. So that's how I that's how I do my. Yeah, I was gonna say that's how I do my vintage shelf. Like I have yep. I have the Telemocha on my because like, I chose to make my season two shelf the as mo- as close to show accurate original molds as possible. And I've got my Telemoco on my season two, and I've got the original toy because I decided to do all toy decos for season one. Even though, like, you could do both, you can get show accurate for both if you bought into like 10th anniversary and Telemoca. I just wasn't going to buy another Telemoca Dinobot or Black Arachnia or Waspinator when I already had three <laughs> Waspinators. That's just silly. Oh, um, that's silly. Real quick before we move on, um, how are we feeling about this price, gentlemen? Because I already saw a comment uh, in the live video from Siege Rack and Ruin. He said, the price is crazy. And I appreciate you for the comment. He's also in here. He's like, uh, why do you have three Dinobots? Uh, I actually have four. One of them is sealed. And um, he did also say that uh, this toy looks incredible. And he also said that, uh, or Caruto also said that um, they've done a good job at capturing what Black Arachnia looks like. So Dalton. How you feeling about this price? Knowing you paid one sixteen shipped, I'm fine with it. I mean, for what you get, you're getting what you pay for. I mean, compared to say Bumblebee, where it only comes with like five accessories, and they're Fair not even that big of a deal. Fair enough, uh, Joe. I'm good with it. I mean, I feel well, like we've paid Joe. How many did you get? How many did you I get? I got three. Okay, so we paid. I think we paid one twelve a piece. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Mike, other than getting it dead ass last, how are you going to, how do you feel about the price? <laughs> well, you made the comment the one guy said that was a crazy price. Um, I ordered six of them, is what I've ordered so far. <laughs> and, uh, but one, some of those are for other people. Like, I think you three, have of, like, three of them are already spoken for for other people. Okay. Uh, so right now, I'm sitting on three, one's mine. So, I have two labels. So you sit on two, and I'm pro- I'll probably pick one of those up from you. All things and, considered, and the thing I find interesting is that we have discussed that she's a little bit shorter than Cheetor, and if you go to BBTS right now, you can get Cheetor for eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about a smaller one, ver- you know, which I can kind of see it in a way. I understand where he's coming from on the price. It is kind of crazy that that price. Is so we're talking four, five, maybe like sixty dollars more than Cheetor, but I mean, you have to really say, or you know, 
in all in all transformers as of late, prices are going up and quantity is going down. Well, it's not just that. Like comparing, like just to compare her to Cheetor, Cheetor came with two robot heads and two extra cat heads, and that's it. She's coming with four web accessories, two heads, the visor thing, the stand, the stand arm, two missiles. So she's kind of coming with a lot more in terms of the accessory game. Okay. And, uh, Here's what I'm going to say about then is, okay, she's coming with a stand, but Megatron that cost 320 bucks didn't come with a stand, but he came with the accessories to use Dinobot <laughs> stand. If you don't have Dinobot, then you're screwed. Like that's because game. that's because they want you to buy the Dinobot. I don't do honestly. Like if, if I'm being super honest, yeah. I hope that they sell those stands individually. I like them, man. They're just simple stands, but right. uh, I would buy more. You know, nice make for a great display. Yeah, yeah, and like this, like the Black Arachnia stand, it's going to be able to plug right in on you know whatever Dinobot stand that you have. Right. So like that is also an option, and I'm sure like. Man, I'm sure if you know we get some of the flyers, they'll come with some stands to keep them suspended in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think I, I think what maybe what they found out was like not a whole lot of people were using stands for Dinobot that maybe they thought uh, would have. Like I don't I, like me. I'm viewing the stand that comes with Dinobot as essentially just the you know the the pre lubing for Megatron. Because I feel like you would use that stand more with me. Like I don't use the stand with either of them, just to be clear. But you know, that's that's kind of. I also have an easier time getting Dinobot to stand than Megatron. Megatron's more top heavy. Really? I've oh, never I... had any problems getting them to stand. Well, yeah. I guess maybe it was just the poses I was doing then. But could be. But he, I mean, Megatron is top heavy, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Chris Barnes Dinobot's in the chat said even. the the price on that is way better than be. And Eric Von Wolfenstein uh, says he's so geeked for this figure. Like, dude, I am too. Like, I'm excited. Uh, and it's funny because, like, I'm still messing with my Masterpiece Dinobot. Like, I think I, you know, I, I flip that thing back and forth, you know, at least four times a week now. Like, I'm still going to it, picking it up, and enjoying it. Um, like, I don't I don't even know if I feel like I've gotten all the enjoyment out of my Megatron yet either. They're just uh, crazy huge pieces. And I think it'll be fun to get another small one. And I think it's really awesome to finally have that show accurate black arachnia ultimately at uh 112 shipped 113 shipped whatever it is i am uh more than fine uh with that purchase for, for what well, we get and i feel like she's gonna i feel like she has more paint than cheetor too for what it's worth cheetor was mostly covered in that uh digital uh print for the spots uh where black arachnia she's kind of just covered in paint very similar to, to megatron and even dinobot well, and that's only at the twenty five percent off too. I mean, it could go down thirty five to. It was no ours. Ours is thirty percent. Mm. Yep, but it could end up going down again later. Uh not much. I've, I don't think I've really seen them. In, as far as like in the pre order stage, I don't think I've really seen them go under like thirty three. It's a possibility, but I'm not banking on it. Like overall, just something you know. to think about. Um, the reissue Cheetor that I got. I paid 54 bucks for it shipped. So that would make this from Amazon Japan double the cost. So what, and I think originally, do you, any of you remember what we paid for Cheetors? 80. 80? I, I did not pay 80. I definitely paid. I, I didn't, I didn't get it from, I did not get it from Amazon Japan. 
I got it from HLJ and they're a little higher, but I got my Cheetors at like 60 a piece shipped, I think. Okay. I'm just wondering if, what if down the line, okay, here they do a reissue like they did of Cheetor, whose reissue price was cheaper. Um, what if they well, reissued Black Rachnia for 135? I think the reissue, I think the reissue is the same because the, uh, the big bad prices are, 80 and i think originally they were they were either 70 or 80 so i think cheetor actually went up 10 bucks as far as just to compare the big you know the big bad prices like it's, it's hard to compare the, the the japanese prices just because of the uh the the sales and and everything like that but if you look at the the u.s prices that's a, that's an easier way to, to kind of sort of tell uh also i think the reason that she's double is because we're not going to see a repaint out of her. This is something I talked about, uh, I think, with you and Tyler Dalton on Deluxe's uh, Let's Talk About Transformers that we did. I believe so. Um, Cheetor, man, they knew they were getting Shadow Panther out of it. They, like, mm-hmm. without a doubt, they knew. Um, There's no one else to get out of this. Primal, they knew they were going to get at least toy colors, probably uh, one or two of the other ones. Um, like, I think the reason Dinobot and Megatron were so heavy was because again, I don't like, I don't suspect they have repaints planned because like, usually we would see the repaint for the previous figure instead of a new mold. And Mm -hmm. we did not see that with Dinobot. I don't think we're going to see that with Megatron. I'd be surprised if we saw it with Megatron, but, uh, and I don't think we're going to see it with Black Rachnia either. I think they're, I think they're pumped. They've pumped these three out just, uh, by faith that you know they know they're not going to repaint it. They'll reissue it, but they won't repaint it, so they don't get another use out of it. Um, I'd probably buy the silver one from that uh, that one episode. I was about to say there is that silver version, or there's Black Arachnia gets beaten up a lot. She's always <laughs> battle damaged. Would would you guys buy like a battle damage version? Nope. Oh, well. mm. Like I wouldn't even buy a battle damaged Dinobot. I'm out. Not like even, not damage. even for your uh, nope. different shelves, Dakota. Nope. Like that way, you can have one black Arachnia's the nope. regular ones battle damaged. Uh, no? Nope, nope, nope. I got, I just got. I mean, battle damage doesn't do it for me. Like I just got no interest in battle damage. But uh, you know, that's like the same reason I think if they ever did a, a Rhinox, like I don't think they would do Dark Designs Rhinox. You know what I mean? It's highly uh, unlikely. I just don't think we'll see that silver painted black arachnia silver where the the gold bits are supposed to be well um, in the show it was just her chest and face wasn't it i want to say it was all the gold stuff we didn't, we, we, yeah we didn't really see it's it's been a while since we looked at it but there was an episode or two where she was like damaged for and refused to go in the stasis lock to get to get a uh, repair and she was pretty screwed up mike you sent an effect simile no How's the print? Okay. <laughs> anyway. I think I'm old. I think, uh, yeah, dude, because you're loud, and I'm about sound quality. I'm sorry. You're forgiven. All right. I think we spent enough time on Black Arachnia. Uh, we're all super excited. I can't wait to see some of the magazine scans that, you know, sort of tease some transformation here and there, show off some, uh, mm-hmm. some other things. I think we'll get to see her uh, in a proper scale comparison because they've like all the times they've had these other ones out, they've had her on this freaking stand. So uh, hopefully we can look forward to that soon. She's slated to release this November. So I expect to see her in December or January. 
hopefully before the Chinese New, uh, New Year stuff happens so we don't miss out. Uh, in a perfect world, we will see her uh, November. It's supposed to be end of November, beginning of December anyway. So fingers be a crossed. Great Christmas gift. Yep. From me to me. Mm-hmm. All right. So now <laughs> kind. we're kind of going into some not sure if it's news, not sure if it's custom, not sure if it's a knockoff. Like, have no idea what this thing is. I just saw it. Uh, Antoine from the realm and he also he, he runs the realms ig but dude's uh dude's always sharing some news he's, he's always finding some stuff to share but he posted this in one of the beast wars facebook groups and uh here we have if it will move come on girl <laughs> Well, perfect time for uh, for this shit to happen. Anytime now. All right. Oh, look at that. I'm going to have to exit out of it. No, I'm not responding. Nope. All right. Well, we know what to do. Podcasting 101, everybody. Dude, welcome to oh, the Trust window. me, I know. <laughs> Saps everything from your computer. Say goodbye to your RAM. That's that's the thing, man. Like everything, like I made sure that my like I, I turned the, the little quality bar down just a smidge for video. So uh I'm hoping that I'm not freezing up. No, you're not freezing up. Okay. That works. It's kind of rare. Yeah, we may have to do this. Okay, no, PowerPoint's loading. Oh, man. Open the wrong PowerPoint. (laughs) (laughs) I have have the PowerPoint for uh, next week's um, Beast Banging. (laughs) Like, I'd already put that together. Nice. So, uh, dude, we're just going to kill some time. Everyone, this would be a great time to uh, go take a tinkle, get you something to drink. Unlike Marvel Studios, we'll give you an intermission. Yeah. Lucasfilm better give us one here in December. How long is that movie supposed to be? Rumored to be four hours long. No, Man, y'all keep that. Y'all keep that Star Wars trash off of my channel. This this ain't the place. Oh, I'm yeah, just I'm being honest a, with you. I mean, I'll, I'll go watch is it. Really, it four hours? No uh, apparently, fuck that. I'm by the way, I need know. an intermission. I'll wait for DVD. Oh, dude! For some <laughs> reason, when it oh, okay, here it is. I'll wait for DVD is basically the uh, moviegoers equivalent of I'll wait for the KO, or no, usually red boxes. Equivalent. Now Disney, I'll know wait for my shiny sites. Disney will let their shit go to the red box. <laughs> What's funny is there three of their top movies are competing for the top spot. The Did you office. realize that uh, if you look at the top spots, that uh, Chloe, whatever, Zoe, she's in three of the five movies in the top five? She was in Avatar. Who? The one that plays. Oh, Gamora. Zoe Saldana? Yeah, she yeah. was in Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and I forget what the other movie was. I don't uh, think it's all, it's all Disney she? money. Was she in Force Awakens? 
No, it wasn't The Force Awakens. Damn, what movie was that's it? the one that's at the she top was in of Star Trek, right? Star. Well, no, yeah, she was in Star Trek, but that's not. She's in. It's in the top five. Mm-hmm. Because she's okay. in the, we'll talk okay. about we'll talk about. I don't. Uh, I, evidently, it did not. For whatever reason, and I, I put these things together through Google um, documents, like Google. They got Google Docs, Google Sheets, and Google uh, presentations. For whatever reason. These did not upload. The actual images of it didn't upload, but I do have comparisons. So this is the piece in question. It's of the Lucky Draw Blue Big Convoy, and it comes from Weibo, uh, as you can see, the little Chinese. And that's basically like China Instagram, and there's like no context with this at all. So we don't know if this is a custom, if this is a knockoff, or if it's a incoming reissue. Uh, because Takara has uh, reissued the, you know, through Encore, the Green Unicron and the Blue Big Convoy with the differences. So maybe they're thinking they can do the powder blue. My like right now, I'm I'm banking on it being uh, a knockoff. But um, yeah, some of the telltales like it's not the like th- this mutant mask looks like the one from the uh, the Telemocha special deluxe or whatever it's called. But it doesn't have the the silver bits on the arms and the legs that would match it, and like this isn't as as detailed as as on that version. But you can see, and of course, lighting is is everything because in a different lighting, this was less pale and it actually was uh, a little bit more of a, a brighter, uh, not quite the same blue as the original here, but it, it was it was pretty close. Uh, something else. Let's see. Uh, like here, you see there's the, uh, I guess that's, I can't tell if that's the gray or if that's actually blue, but it looks like there's gray there. So I don't know if that's from the blue paint or if like, I mean, cause there's, there's gray in there too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's a pretty close match for what would be, you know, coming out of a, a factory uh, of sorts. Also, like I'm looking up here for any kind of, uh, paint rub and i don't i don't know but i don't believe that's paint rub and i'm like i'm even looking at the edges to see if maybe this is just a very well done custom but like it seems whoever did this really did kind of uh it almost looks painted almost yeah uh, just because and, of the matte finish and yeah. the details aren't quite as crisp that could just be the age of the mold as well it could not only be the age of the mold, but it could also just be like the fact that it could also be a knockoff. Yeah. But and like, look, you, at, you can... look at the face, the face isn't painted. You can tell that's the plastic. The, the area around the face is painted and that matches exactly. Um, for what this, all, would the, be. all of the others. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like I said, dude, this, this could be great attention to detail or like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm hoping it's not Takara. I'm hoping it's a KO because, like, everyone can just stay away from that shit. I'm hoping it's not Takara that's... Wait a tick. I think this is a custom. Because the springs look to be painted. Okay, where... yeah. So, and, like, I don't... I don't know, dude. It's hard to tell. It could be the lighting. The reason I would go back and say I don't think it's painted is look at these tabs. Like, the tab where the, the face kind of uh, clicks in. Mm-hmm. It's there's no there's nothing chip there like it's it's gotta be a damn good c- 
custom. Or maybe it's actually for real. Again, the like these are these look to be painted red where these are I believe these were molded in red on the original. Uh the heads are definitely different. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, it looks that, like blue Sherpy. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Look at the arm tab. It's uh like that grayish white color versus the black. Where? On the arm, like the tab that you do. Where the red switch. is. Right oh there. yeah. yeah. And see that's that's the original on like on the original it's, it's black and like I don't know which one of these came with this piece in gray. Well then look at that little tab there by his chest on the back so the grill right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah, a little bit of gray showing on the side. Uh, I think that's just lighting, dude. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that is lighting. You but it's like if you if side. you look at like if you look at the mold break, like you can see, you know, I mean the line is it's damn near identical with the same little uh indent and everything. Looks like I mean, it's maybe, a very a very light spray paint. But for even even on the gray one, that's that's still kind of pushing it, I would think. You know, but maybe, definitely, but it's like, look at how clean. And also, you know, this the, these are basically original paint apps on this one, with the, with the red being in there and covering all that. And it looks like the red's kind of sloppily done in here. That's the mm-hmm. way those were on the black one, I think. On the black one, and like, see, yep, yeah, this would this would have sloppy. to. Yeah, I would. Go, I was gonna say this would have to be the black one, but I mean, anyone can do a head swap, so maybe not necessarily have to. And then the, I think the head on the black one was more glossy, like that, where the American one had more of a matte finish on the head. The the Telemoca SP uh, DX whatever that had more of like a uh, that had more of like a like a metallic, didn't it? It yep. wasn't. Yep. Okay. That was that's, that's what I thought because I thought they just yanked a head off of that one and just like nope, that's what they went it's, with. It's not that one because I think the mat. Let me grab it. I think the mask is a different color too. Yeah. Also, uh, I mean, it's down here at the bottom for anyone who uh, isn't seeing it, but the uh, the images of this original one were from Transformers uh, TransformerToys.co.uk. They got a bunch. They got a awesome, lot of awesome just lucky draw galleries. That's where you'd want to go to see if what you're looking to buy is legit or not, because there have been some lucky draw knockoffs. Maybe we'll do uh, an episode about that in the future. But Well, then uh, look at the bicep on the one on the left. It's painted blue and the other one's just molded in white. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. But that would, let's see. I think the man. I can't remember if the original Primal had the the bicep painted or not. But that that's it's. I don't know, man. This shit's pretty fishy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hate I hate when they do this shit to Lucky Draws. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the end of it. Right, but, um, yeah. Which I mean, if it's a knockoff, yeah. it's not going to do anything. I mean, the value is going to stay the same regardless. I think it's if a it's, custom, honestly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That's what I'm going to hope for. But as far as like what base figure they used, 
that's going to be a question. I hope we see some more on it. Like I said, I hope it's not uh, a knockoff. I hope it's not Takara coming out because a lot of you know official leaks will come from uh, Weibo. Like that's where we saw the Ghostbusters MP10 Prime. It's the only reason I included it uh, this in this um, in the news for tonight. So there's that. What's going on, Josh? It's okay, man. We'll forgive you for being late this time. Got a uh, our boy Josh Fisher in the chizat. Got the the absent guardian needs to get out of the chat and get into the show. Oh, is he in the chat? You said he was in the chat. Oh, the absent guardian. Chris, Chris. is not in the. Chris isn't in the chat. I thought you said he was. Nope, that's a different that. Chris Barnes, not Chris oh. Byron. Is that how you pronounce it? Is it Chris Byrne? Anyways, burn. All right. That's all we have for news uh, topics. Here we go. Oh, he was recording uh, all queued up. So it's quite hmm. all right. So when we last saw Megatron in Beast Wars, he had taken pride in his beast mode, quoting the Covenant of Primus, even referring to himself as the dragon in the books in chapters. Why do you think now he hates himself so much? He hates having a beast mode after he was so happy of having it. Dalton? I think maybe it has something to do with him arriving back on Cybertron. Maybe he was seen as a monster or something. Now he's like, yeah, get rid of this damn thing. Classic hunchback syndrome, yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame type stuff. Don't you? Is that what you're getting at? Or are you getting it more like a well, like beast modes wouldn't have been unheard of on Cybertron at that point. Yeah, but look, looking at how they ended up going with the design, you know, like we'll see later in the show, they're all just basic kind of vehicle-looking robots. Yeah, 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 they're all could Soundwave. Be. Could very well be. I mean, yeah, you're you're not wrong. So, Joe, why do you feel like uh, Megatron has a lot of self-loathing going on? For the dragon mode, I mean, a lot must have happened. We don't know what happened in the time that he escaped from the top of the shuttle to when the Maximals arrived. Which is super unfortunate, because out of all the license holders, since 1999, we couldn't get the one story that we need. Mm -hmm. We got a bunch of other cool shit, but not the one that we really, really need. That's okay. IDW, do something for the 25th, please. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what if what if he showed up? Like, where where in the past would he could he have showed up? Would he have tried to overthrow the Tripredicus Council? Would he have waited for everything to loop and then returned at the point in time when he left that time? What what would he have done? It's just there's so much that could have gone on. Dude, we ought to Did get talking about G1 time travel. Let's say we're talking about time travel. We ought to get Josh Fisher in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He and I had a very interesting debate on a uh, MPSP theater about time travel uh, regarding uh, the Avengers movie. But um, I- I'm with you. Like, dude, anything that has to do with time travel and Beast Wars is all about that time travel. Yeah. It'd be it'd be great if we just knew when he landed. Like the the closest we got was just seeing him physically land on Cybertron at the end of the ascending. And it's like it didn't tell us when or what or where. 
So it was nighttime like though. in G1 days. <laughs> and then he just sat there biding his time. I can't see Megatron biding his time. I think he landed uh I think he landed after they had originally left. Like that I mean that's that's when I, I, I personally think. But and he could have. He could have. He could have. Like the thing is, like I do see Megatron, Beast Wars Megatron, biding his time and waiting because his one master plan didn't work. His first one, it just mm-hmm. felt, you know. So I feel like he would have learned from that mistake, and he would have taken more time to prepare and plan. So. And in order to essentially wipe out the entire population of Cybertron and rule the planet. That takes a lot of planning, and that would have taken a lot of time. Yeah. I I would l- love, like you said, a comic series or a show or something just of Megatron doing that. Like, We've did all- he have a new crew before he had the Viacon Generals? Did he recruit other Predacons? Did he go after and assassinate the Tripredicus Council kind of thing? Did he take that over and then overthrow the Maximals? Yeah, we also. I don't. I mean, see, I don't. I don't know. Like, it's there's a lot. There's a lot that could be done there. I think. Um. For that character, Mike, what do you what do you what what are you thinking? Man, it's so hard (laughs) to really think. He didn't. Man, he was all about the beast. I know, dude. He loved that dragon form. He did. He was all, I mean, he was like, like his shit didn't stink. And then he gets there. And then I guess it gets to the point of maybe that body couldn't handle, like, it's kind of like when they, when they first went to earth, there was like, uh, what was it? Um, Energon fluxes where they were, they couldn't stay in robot mode for very long. They had transformed back. Maybe that's him in that mode, staying in that direction because, He's not capable of keeping that body on Cybertron, which I wouldn't see why that would make a difference. It's Cybertron. They should be able to be in any body form, I would think, would be the reason why. But he just he, – he wanted to be – the. I think he wanted to be more like the planet. Man, he was wanting to be <coughs> all of it. He wanted to – He was just a little – He wanted to be – yeah, I guess I can see that, that God complex that he – It's what he was on. He was on the God complex, and then – to go back to what Joe was saying, you know, when he got off the shuttle, there's no telling. We don't know. No one really knows if they even made a, a story arc to explain it or a storyline. But there's no telling where in time he fell off at. Yeah. He could have fell off before they originally left for Earth. He could have fell out back in G1. He could have fell out, you know, um, sometime in the near future. But to my understanding, you know, when he gets there, he takes he he takes over is what he did, and you know he gets all the sparks. That's why he has all the sparks. He puts certain sparks that he can manipulate into the Viacon generals. That's just how it was. I don't know. I don't know if it was because he could manipulate them, and maybe we can we can save that discussion for when we do see the introduction of the Viacon generals. Because if you uh-huh. remember, uh, whenever he put. Uh, Strike. He brought Strika and Obsidian forward. He huh. didn't have any control over them. He just said, "This is what you're. You know, I am Cybertron. You were Depends. meant to protect Cybertron. me." 
Yeah, and so they were like, yeah, that's some sound-ass logic. So, um, Well, he had my, control over a, a couple, you know, let's just be... The, he wiped, I know he wiped their theory, memories. Yeah. Right, I feel like okay. he, he wiped their memories, and like he could he could shut them down if he wanted to, for sure. Oh, absolutely. You're right, that'd, that'd um, be a good topic for that episode. Maybe he felt limited in his beast mode, or having a beast mode. Like, even though he loved it, he's saying that he hates it, so he can part with it. I think, and like we see in this episode of Beast Machines, like it looked like he had done a lot of experiments on himself with, you know, like you could see like just the patchy metal bits and the, you know, what looked to be like scraped up, you know, pieces that were, you know, flawless on, you know, his, his uh, dragon body in Beast, Beast Wars. So I think, I think uh, my, my theory, I guess I'll get into it. My theory is that. Uh, he thought he was the the dragon of the covenant of Primus, and he was going to come lay down uh, vengeance and the law. And you know his his particular class of people, the Predacons, weren't going to be the um, I'm guessing the slave labor criminal class. If he came back and flipped everything on its head and made sure it was the Maximals that would have been the the, the losing class, the Autobots would have been the losing side. So I think him believing in that so much is why he had so much self-loathing when he failed. Because there was no going back to Earth and, and fixing anything. He ultimately failed. Yeah, yeah I was going to um, say I that. See so that. Who, is he working for Cryotech in the comics? If you want to go into extended fiction, um, in the 3H stuff, he was a former, and in the even in the Fun Pub stuff, he was a former lackey of cryotech and he ended up getting cryotech cry- like the th- the like getting the golden disc stealing it was ultimately cryotech's master plan that megatron just hijacked um if you go into the um the idw stuff not so much like i think in the idw stuff um it kind of sort of bleeds into the dawn of futures past thing even if you include like dawn of the predicus like and that's very loosely um it doesn't really specify, but as far as my preferred storytelling is the, the Dawn of Futures Past and the three H stuff. And he was just a former lackey of Cryotech. Um who was a who was a underworld criminal boss that did some shit like that. I could see go, going kind of what you were saying with the failure aspect. What if he returns saying, hey, look, this is what happened. I stole the golden disc. Cryotech's like, you idiot, you completely failed. And he, like, beats him and just abuses him, throws him before the council. They throw him in prison, really pisses him off. I mean, that could be why well, he's so here's, here's here's Okay, so let's, let's, everyone. let's talk about this theory for a minute. So this theory would have to be that he came back after he left initially. Yep. So, because, you know, if, if he did it, you know, if he, if he came tech before they left, then Cryotech would have been like, fuck you, I'm going to stop you, right? Mm-hmm. So, after all that happened, like, Cryotech took the fall. Cryotech got arrested uh, in place mm-hmm. of Megatron. Megatron made sure that Cryotech could not give chase because Cryotech's going to have the funds to be able to do that. And so Megatron made sure that that he wouldn't have been. So Megatron would have literally had to visit him in jail. Um, or what if he broke him out of jail? 
that's entirely possible. Why would he see, want to? Well, see, yeah, why, approval being like, hey, this is what happened. Why would he I seek approval that, if he just turned on him like the like right? Like, and that's, that's going to be that's even like even if he showed up. Like my theory is the Maximals showed back up like when they were like. I feel like it would have been the, the same amount of time that they were gone was the time that they would have shown back up. Like, I feel like they would have kept it linear, linear like that. Um, I feel like the Maximals at the very least would have respected time travel rules uh, and worst case would have maybe showed up five seconds after they left, you know, whatever, whatever it would have been. But they, if they never really, left, yeah. Do they, did they, I can't remember. Did they even know to how to get back to a certain point in time? Or were they just going until they got there? I mean, did, was there able to set a date? I, I think I, I the, think the transport portal. I think the transport portal was like open, like kind of like a permanent open, like from both ends. I believe mm. because we see in the sitting in the gathering again a different line of stories from the three H and the fun pub stuff, but still nothing that contradicts with that directly. But with the three H stuff or with the IDW stuff, excuse me. They access the same transport portal. They just make sure they arrive in a time-displaced manner. Like, they're displaced by a few seconds. So, everything they do, the other, you know, Maximals or Predacons on the planet see them. Or hear them or, or you know, see any of the effects of what they cause. Gotcha. But I don't think well, he would have seek. I don't think he would have seeked out cryotech. I think he would have maybe gone after some... Like other lackeys, you know, yeah, some remnants of his gang, right? So, so people that would have known that you know, Megatron wouldn't, you know, he he would be quote unquote top boss now. You know what I mean? Like, but what could have instilled that hatred for his beast mode? I'm trying to could it? I think, it's, I think it's because of his failure. My, my oh, that's what I'm thinking now too. He also been ridiculed as a freak because he would probably be at this point the only one with a beast mode. Well, it's Could interesting because Cryotech, Cryotech, Cryotech decided to take his beast mode. Now, it, whether there was any underlying theme, uh, I don't know. My speculation is Cryotech took his beast mode because uh, you know, he wanted to mock him. You know what I mean? Like, what would mm-hmm. be more of an insult to, to <clears throat> Megatron? You take the form that he hates the most. Yeah. And whether or not, again, they had any interaction, who knows? Because uh, I don't think Cryotech made it back to Cybertron until after the events of the last episode of Beast Machines. So my thing is, I think it's because he failed, because he'd had so much stock that he was that part the of dragon. You know, <laughs> prophecy. Yeah, that he was the dragon. And it turns out that he was not, that he failed. I think that's why he he hated that. He hated, because that was a that was a reminder, a constant reminder of his failure. To go with um, what you were saying about when the Maximals arrived, I would say they arrived, like you said, probably when they should have arrived back in the present, like they were gone the right amount of time because there was uh, there was no depth charge. Depth charge was him leaving happened. Um, and then in season two, there's uh, an event where a character shows up that, Oh, like Ravage. You're talking about, uh, like, so, no, so, I'm yeah. Well, season two of Beast Machines. Um, oh, okay. I'm avoiding spoilers. But it kind of gives, okay, well, this this crew left the same time as the Axelon, and then it's just getting back now, too. 
So. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah. the thing is, the other crew that left, I don't think they went through a transport portal. Um, they just went to another planet. Oh, yeah, they had just gone to another because that's so you know the they were gone the right amount of time. <laughs> I think that and yeah, I think that when they were also gone the right amount of time. That's I why think, I think yeah. they arrived when they should have arrived. Right, so. like in like with the amount of time that would have passed on future Cybertron was the same amount of time that passed in past Earth. Yep. Yeah, that I mean that's that's my theory too, and they were you know because like. There were things like the Tripredicus Council sending Ravage, Death Charge coming through the trans, like a lot of things they would have had to avoid in a time stream. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, definitely at least, you know, however many years they spent on Earth, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, you know, with Megatron possibly arriving at the same time that they left, that would give him plenty of time to take over to where. As we'll see in later episodes, them being targeted he must, with the he, virus. He must have known more scientists. Like Tarantulas was like his his little scientist, right? He mm-hmm. must have had more access to those. And I think that once he uh, found a means of distributing a virus, that he he was the only one that had a, had a cure for. He was able to round, you know round up all the sparks. Would have been pretty easy for him, especially with you know what, what did he use the harvester or something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It def- definitely, definitely makes sense. Oh, then, then he, you know, those scientists are some of the first ones that he takes the sparks up. That way, no one else can try to engineer. For sure, for sure. I think I think he had a lot more time masterminding because it seems like with the golden disc he- heist, he was just sort of, you know, winging it, shooting at the hip. Yeah. So I got you. Well, anyone else have anything they want to add to it? Not offhand. Oh, all right. Do you think for our second topic? Do you think the popularity for Beast Wars is increasing? Why or why not, Dalton? I definitely think it is. With these Beast Wars masterpiece coming out, they're exposing more people to that part of the franchise, and it's bringing just bringing more interest to it. People are getting more of the older toys. They're checking out the shows. They're seeing these reviews for the Masterpiece figures, and they themselves are buying them. So you think it's because of the Masterpiece figures and not the other way around? Like, my view on it is that it's getting popular, and that's why we're getting the Masterpieces, and not so much we're getting the Masterpieces, or the Masterpieces is what's making it popular again. Well, because the, the Masterpiece started with the 20th anniversary, and that's right around the time that the increase in popularity has begun so i definitely think it's because of the masterpiece joe um i think it's it is increasing in popularity i'm more people our age who these stores is what they grew up with i mean just getting into it and kind of going nuts i mean and we're all we're all honing in on our 30s with yep. more disposable income yep uh but like i kind of wanted to to take a page from from brett uh brett has always talked about the chinese market and how you know those markets really and truly kind of affect uh what we can expect going forward as far as what's hot what's not so joe you recently like have been selling a lot of beast war stuff on ebay Mm -hmm. and most of them have been going to like a lot of uh, drop ship 
places like to deliver them to China. Yep. And that's that's where I think, you know, but but like I said, I don't I don't necessarily think it's because of the masterpiece releases. I think they're helping um because of all the love that Takara is showing. But um I I don't I guess I don't think it's solely because of that. I think it's just like that nostalgia is starting to hit. Uh, yeah. In turn, that's why we're getting the the masterpiece Beast Wars. Kabar four thirty two in the chat. What's up, dude? Um, he's saying that uh, Jobby's video of masterpiece Cheetor has over half a million views. And uh, wow. Yeah. And well, let's see that. Which, which said Cheetors. Cheetor. Yeah. yeah. So two. Okay. And, and it's what was was it two years ago? Or a year and a half ago, something like that. Two Cheetor years ago. There's a okay. lot of his videos that have an insanely amount. Well, they, I mean, yeah, that's it's a that's a popular dude, um, yeah. but half a million is also like that's something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And made what five dollars? <laughs> dude, <laughs> like no joke. <laughs> um, so, I, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, Mike. Well, what what's your take on it? I done lost the conversation. What were we talking about? Again? <laughs> Dude, you old guys. Do you think the popularity for Beast Wars is increasing? Oh, popularity. Okay, yeah, I remember the yeah. conversation now. Um, I think before, and I hate to say this, I think before the movie started coming out, there was no popularity for it. Absolutely. As much as as much. Other than I was going to say, other than the the first three fan votes being all Beast Wars characters, yeah. But I think. Once the movie started coming out, and I think maybe people started seeing what the history of Transformers was, what all there was. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I was a G1 guy growing up, but if you once you, well, at my age, when you look back on it, you know, the the, the animation in the 80s was kind of shitty. And <laughs> when you get to CGI, and the sad part is when Beast Wars came out, I was in high school. And I would look forward to seeing it after school or on the weekends. And that's sad when you're a teenager, when you should be out getting pussy. I'm thinking about watching Beast Wars. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's more of the point of do like I like being like growing growing up in the '90s. That that was my same thought. Like, man, I could be out here beating cheeks, and uh, instead, I'm waiting on Beast Wars to come out. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean. I think after, sadly, I say after the Michael Bay films, people looked into it. They might have found their itch. I think even after the Bumblebee movie, there might be a bigger popular. Because they were even talking about a Beast Wars movie after the Bumblebee movie. I think the popularity of that has really grown. I mean, it, I mean, I collect a different variety of Transformers, but I mean, I like my Beast Wars over a lot of my G One toys. That's just me. I mean, I love. Primal, I've always been a primal, I've always loved primal, you know, primal stuff. You know, I want to get all the ones I can get my hands on if possible, but I mean, you know. It's fortunate because there's at least a hundred of them. I know, right? Yeah. So, Mike, so Mike, how long would you say you've been collecting? Have you been collecting since G1? Like, did you take a break for Beast after Beast Wars or did you just kind of stick with it all that time? I am um, growing up as a kid, you know, I always, I got certain toys, you know, mainly we're, we're usually the cheaper ones my mom could afford. And then it would be, um, 
I remember having a lot of Autobots. I don't think I had very many Decepticons, just the Jets. But I had Prime and I had the Minibots. Um, and then, of course, you know, when you get a little bit older, you start changing the different toys. And so, I mean, I did not collect from when I started, you know, as a child. Mm-hmm. I probably got back into seriously collecting on um, Wife Number Two. That describes why I'm up to Wife Number Four. Um, Isn't Wife Number Four the same wife as Wife Number Two, or was that? Oh wife no, that was three? Wife Number Three. Okay, Wife Number no. Three and Wife Number Four the same person. No, no, no. Wife Number Two, Wife Number Four. Wife Number Three is the one that found me hiding the toys in the cabinet above the refrigerator oh and God. lost her shit when she found them. It could have been so much worse. Could have been so much worse. Could have been hiding like uh like like cold sore ointment. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I picked up probably um, just keeping my toys by the penicillin. You know, <laughs> probably my mid twenties. I guess I got back into it. You know, started collecting here or there, a few pieces here or there. Now Dakota's seen my room. Of course, it's bigger now as far as what I have in here. But I mean, as far as like getting really hardcore in everything. Probably when I went to my first BotCon, which was in 2010, I got I got really heavy into. It. I have like this whole case over here is nothing but uh, from almost all fun publication stuff, you know, from from just uh, Transformers. So maybe in the last 10, maybe 10, 12 years, I gotten really heavy into it. So. So in the 90s when Beast Wars was out, did you ever you, – you said you watched it. Did you ever go out and buy any of the toys or did yes. you just – Okay. Yep. I, I did have toys. I had I had the um, uh, Transmetal 2 Primal. I remember having that and I think a few Deluxes. Don, like, you getting sucked off? What are you doing, man? No. Doing <laughs> then, then, of course, it goes back to the whole thing. You know, when that came out, it was, you know – you had to, you know, work for your money. Back then, I didn't have a cell phone. I had a pager of all things. So, I mean, it ain't, like we, could, it ain't like we could call each other. Like, hey, guess what? I found a Toys R Us. You can beep in me, like, call 911. Del- deluxes were uh, $8. And, uh, Shit, they were probably cheaper. Everybody had pagers. Ninja Turtles like- used to be like three seventy five. I remember them being that cheap. Wow. One one thing I've kind of observed because I've been I've been buying Transformers as long as I can remember, and I remember when I first found the fandom, I guess you could say in two thousand and four, there wasn't as much hate for Beast Wars as there is now, because most of the people in the fandom at that point were kind of like Mike; they were watching it when it came out. They were like, "Oh, this is." This is great. It's more Transformers. Where now I think a lot of the hate is coming from people getting pulled in from the movies and being like, oh, yeah, I remember these as a kid. And then they still have the G1 is the best mindset. And they're they're not open to Beast Wars. They just see them as animals. And they don't give it the time of day. And then they're like, nope, I just got to get the G1 and that's it. I think more of the modern newer, I guess, collectors are that way because like you look at Brett, he likes stores, Hanny, Hanny would always drive around to all the stores looking for the new ones. I guess he said he bought from some of the earlier bot cons, bootlegged episodes of VHS tapes. 
That's stuff funny. like that. And so, like, I think real, real quick, kind of going back to that, like going, going back to, um, to, to like people who kind of like joined back into the fandom in like the early 2000s. So like, I think Brett's first BotCon was 2000 and it was either 2000 or 2001. I can't remember what he said, but, uh, and he said if, if he knew about him, he would have gone to, you know, earlier ones. Once. And it's like, Me? I remember those old, like, like the very first one that David K went to, uh, there was a fan that was like, you're trash. Hashtag not my Megatron. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that they like this person said that they hated him. But Damn, did you um, like the Hugo Weaving? It, it's like, oh, well, do you think that dude's a good actor? Like, get get off his nuts. He's a trash um, Megatron, though. He's a. I mean, he wasn't the best, but he was. He's a good Red Skull. Um. So, I wonder if that has anything to do with it, like just that driving force, because I can only imagine at like a late '90s BotCon how much Beast War stuff would be there. I mean, there's the. Uh, shameless plug another one i guess the botcon video archives uh youtube channel has been posting a lot of uh video i believe it's one of the hartmans i don't know which one but i, I believe that's who it is they're they're posting all these like raw like vhs taped footages of like um the highlights and then i think they just started at either 97 or 99 the panels with like bob forward and um all some of the beast before. wars Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, really a lot of cool cool. stuff to, to watch out there. If anyone who hasn't checked that out, uh, by all means, you know, do give that a look. It's really cool. Really awesome. Like was, piece of history. I was going to say real quick, there was, a, I think it was Rosemary that had a video posted somewhere where it was during the Hartman era where they did a lot of, I've watched something on that as well, where they, you know, there's a lot where you see what the usually for before fun pub took over I mean, that yeah. was your and – and, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. Fun Pub did the best that I think they could were allowed by Hasbro. Now, the oh, Hartmans did what the Hartmans yeah. – Hartmans did what the Hartmans wanted to do. Well, it was the Hartmans and Hallett, but I, and right, I think right. a lot of that – yeah, a lot of that planning was just, like, on those three guys, and, like, they didn't even have an official license until 2002. Exactly. So, I mean, so it's really, you know, there are some videos. If you just go to YouTube even – Type in BotCon. There's a lot of videos. You, of course, a lot of these. Another shameless plug is a lot of uh, Dakota's uh, review videos, which is really funny, actually, that yeah. pop up. But uh, there are, you know, kind people who thing. took videos. There are people who do, you know, recorded panels that you weren't supposed to record, as they tell you. Um, but I know there's somewhere along the lines, there is some of what you're talking about, you know, the Hartman's posting videos. And there's some really cool stuff. When you look back at what they were, it's very interesting to see that stuff. And oh, I'm yeah, it's like everyone out. would be there. I think it was like at the – they called it the breakfast, the BotCon breakfast, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, the, at least the videos that I saw, Glenn would get up and talk to everyone and be like, all right, look, here's the comic. Here's the variant comic. And I think he even mentioned, he's like, well, we're not really supposed to, quote, unquote, sell these so because they didn't <laughs> have a license for it. So they're like, well, we're just going to give it to you. And then, you know, they were like, you can, you know, buy or get the variant or, or whatever. Um, and then like they showed off the, the exclusives that year. They were like, you know, okay, here's, here's what we got, uh, done. This is awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks. You know, thanks Hasbro, Kenner, whoever. And, um, you know, they showed off the shirt and, you know, everything else, shot glasses, sunglasses, you know, whatever, right. all the little knickknacks that they would have had. And it was just like, I mean, we saw a lot of that, I think from Brian too, you know, if, if you went to the, to the Thursday pickup, he'd be there with his megaphone showing off t-shirts and, you know, and posters shorts. and prints and yeah. 
He would do. Uh, now I remember. Um, I think it was for it was before we met. I know um, he would stand outside and he would actually have the item in hand, and he would raise it up like this is what this is and this is how much it's going to cost, you know. And then they got to the point where they rolled out the pictures, and yeah. people saw it. And then of course people would be trying to do what they can to get the price sheet. So that, you right, know, it, it, it that was one thing that really kind of hacked me a little bit was, you know. A lot. Let's be honest. A lot of us are on budgets. A lot of us don't have endless credit cards. A lot of us don't live in our mother's basement. But it's more the point of you know we have to make arrangements. You know where some guys split a room six seven people deep in a sausage fest. Dude, that's that's even for the smaller cons. Like that's know, right. You know, but it's like because we want we want to buy more shit. Like that's that's exactly. what it comes down to. Exactly. You have to know what the prices are. You have to know, okay, I need to make sure I hold aside at least $700. That last Joe con, they raped us. And we had no, we didn't know it was happening until you got up there. Oh That's yeah. See like bot cons, you at least know. Bot cons, you at least know. Like, it's like seven, like between six and eight, just to be safe, you know, between, between box set and, you know, like souvenirs and all that other stuff. Right. Um, you know, if, if you were, if you were just going and you wanted, you wanted to go, do all the shit, get all the toys, including you know pre-reg. Uh, you know you would have the what what three fifty for pre-reg, and then you know another three hundred, three fifty for for exclusives, and and then like whatever else, just whatever else that you can find. That last year, Joe. That last year, Joe. Kind of, I think the box was like four twenty-five, and I think they got us at like seven hundred dollars on exclusives. I mean, people are not expecting that. I was, Jeez. I was like, you just, you just really kind of sunk into my weekend money. I'm mm. like, you know, so I mean, it, knowing that, uh, uh, you know, at least a week or so. In a, one year he did do that. He did say, if you want everything of three and three quarters, you need to set aside five hundred dollars. I think is what it was. Oh wow, or somewhere close around wow. that amount of money. You know, but you, Joe, but that's one thing with Fun Pub again, Devil's Advocate. When I started, it was like the three pack troopers was like sixty bucks, fifty nine dollars. And when it was and all they were they were like a, 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 yeah, I was gonna say I think they were I, I, I think they were a hundred for the. Uh, I know at uh, at twenty twelve, yeah, I want to say the, the junkie ons were like ninety or, or something like that. Uh, but then it was like twenty fifteen, the Wolverines, all the Waspinators, those things were like what was that, hundred twenty five for the four pack or hundred and thirty or something like that. It was hundred and thirty. Some damn things. Just, them damn things are up on the Joe on Joe side. I know, I saw them at thirty percent off. Ain't nobody going to touch that crap. So I bought them. I bought them at ninety percent off. I think that's whenever I got Tyler, uh, his, his the three that I sent him because I wanted an extra for my shattered glass waspinator. But uh, I think that's what I did too. Yeah. I wanted to get to ninety percent. I want to point this out real quick. You know, and when you go through these botcon videos, the the one interesting video out of all the videos that were ever done by FunPub was the one where Pete revealed the figures through the Easter eggs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've actually gone back to, right, I've actually gone back and rewatched that because it's it's very interesting. It was because it was all during that time. Like that's when they were doing the un, uh the, the reveals. And I remember a lot of us were just like doing some shit like soon, you know, because it was it was coming up. It was coming up quick. But kind of going going back to the to the topic. Like I said, man, I Sorry. think I think the popularity for Beast Wars is on the rise, um, but I think it's because 
I think it's because that Chinese market's starting to get into it. Um, and I, I think that's like that, like that. Anything that does good in China is going to help fans of it everywhere. Um, and that's just you know that's just how it is. Like there's just a bunch of people in China, so uh, you know sometimes you got to take whatever uh, bad comes with that good, but ultimately you typically will get a lot of good out of it. Uh, anyone else have anything they want to add to that topic? I think another indicator of the popularity might be that one of the BotCon sets that held its value is the Beast Wars one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely a sign of the popularity where, I mean, it could be argued, well, some of the other sets, okay, we got classic Seekers. That's why that uh, Games of Deception set tanked. We got other things, and that could be why, but still – the Bakan Beast Wars sets, they still go for quite a bit of money. That that yeah. is the still the most expensive set to acquire is uh the two thousand and six set. Not you know, not including that, you know, custom class thing, because that's a that's a one off deal. But that like the between the box set and the souvenirs, the Beast Wars set is the most sought after, the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Um the second most is the first the first shattered glass set. And it's yep. it's it's trailing behind. It used to be that Shattered Glass that was the most yep. coveted, but now you know you can get that full bunch of figures for like fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred bucks. That's still um, a big chunk of change. It, it is. Mm-hmm. It is a big chunk of change. But when you compare it to the Beast you know Wars. four grand, three to four grand that that Beast Wars set's gonna fetch, like I don't know, dude. It's, what, uh, what's, your, what's your third set? Zoda? I have third set in mind. As far as most sought after, yes. Ugh, that's a. I think a Stunicon job probably, wow. even though it's not as expensive anymore. I think either the Stunicon job or the the Predicus set. Like okay. as as we're talking about a full, talk about a full set. I would say the Predicus set. Okay, that's where that's. I mean, we were on the same wavelength, so that's exactly the three I had in mind. Yeah, and that's the way. I, as far as value wise. That's the three I had in mind. But, of course, we talked about this before. My second set, as far as my most coveted set is, is it goes 6, 16, and then 8 for me. Yeah. And those are, I mean, like, as far as, like, the popular ones, like, that's it. Two Beast Wars and one Shattered Glass. Like, that's your top three. Um, the Decept- and that, that says Decept- something. The uh, games of Decepticon was very sought after. Until, until Hasbro, retail, right? Until, until, Hasbro, until Hasbro made literally all except for Bug Bite. Bug Bite's the only thing out of that box set out of that entire year that has not been made in an updated capacity. Like we're talking, even the souvenirs. Um, I mean, Clear Mirage, but who, you know, that, does that really even count? Like you know, they, they, they made a weird wolf thing they, about six months. <laughs> they made Alpha Trion. They made uh, Springer. Uh, they've made a Huffer, even though it's still not the best Huffer. So. Yeah, dude, two thousand seven. Like that just didn't, that just didn't do good. But uh, it did at first. But a lot of the the prices on that has. I mean, I just picked up a Dreadwing. Off. Of I wouldn't the, for that entire box set. I would not pay more than two hundred and fifty dollars for it. I actually paid seventy just for the Dreadwing ship. Yeah, but and that's like, the even only thing I really want. There's the power of the primes ones that are out. Like who would, you know, who would want to get try to get that and then go backtrack the uh, the Toys R Us Darkwing? Nobody, nobody would do that. Um, but that is, that is a really good point that of all the, and like even the old three H, uh, exclusives are just 
going up and going Super up in value. Expensive. Yeah, the uh, like I'll the time. Do what? Is it is it too loud? Oh, uh, it's a little bit. Background. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like fuzz in the background. I want to make a quick point. Oh shit. Um, about this, so I don't think popularity um, could be dictated by what you guys were talking about, like the, the whole BotCon thing. I think with BotCon, the reason why the price is so high and why it's so sought after is because of the novelty of Beast Wars. I think the difference between G1 and Beast Wars is Beast Wars is a novelty, whereas G1 is driven more from nostalgia. I mean, us being Beast Wars collectors are driven by nostalgia, but the main populace. I think Beast Wars is more of a novelty because we've never seen it revisited quite the way that Beast Wars was had as an idea in the Transformers universe. They've always gone back to cars and trucks and planes and all that kind of stuff. And I think to dictate um, Beast Wars' popularity and how it's growing is just to see how the novelty is growing and the hype's growing around that novelty with these masterpiece figures. And, uh, you know, you, we see a couple characters sprinkled in here and there. We saw Black Arachnia and Waspinator sprinkled into um, Animated. And then now we're seeing Cheetor sprinkled in the Cyberverse. Moving forward, we may see more sprinkled in um, just to kind of boost that that hype around that novelty. But I don't think... I think if we were trying to say the popularity is coming from nostalgia, like from our generation, I think that'd be wrong. But I think the popularity is now coming from the novelty of Beast Wars. Transformers fans now appreciating Beast Wars. Um, even G1 guys appreciating Beast Wars for the story it told and just for, you know, the market left on Transformers as a whole. I would like to I would like to kind of touch on something that like you were talking about it like the novelty of it. I think if you look at that 2006 set, um if, if that would have been any other characters, any other characters, you know, or like if, regard like with those toys, you know, I don't think that would have done well at all. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then they could have they could have done it whatever. Um you know, granted that set and those toys are meant to fit those characters, but I think if they would have been anything but Beast Wars characters, that would be a uh, 2009 set. You'd be lucky to unload it for 150 bucks. So, I mean, look at look at like the the what was it? The one with the young cup or whatever, where they did yeah, the that's 2009. Yes, 2009. That's the oh, one okay. set. Like, I, I'm not like I'm not at all. Um, upset of like getting rid of because I know I can just buy all that shit back for like two hundred fifty bucks and get it all. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have to do that at some point. Have to pay you guys first. <laughs> it's like a, it's kind of like a, we even you look at the uh, club and they did a uh, figure subscription services and uh, you know club items. They did other uh, beast war characters. Some of them did really well and some of them really kind of flopped. And like sadly, depth charge. He fell completely on well, his face. Well, they made too many of those. They made far too many. The reason, like, the reason being is because they wanted it. They wanted to get them a certain amount of them sealed on card so that they could have had David Sobolov, you know, sign. And they ended up selling some of those signed copies on the club store. I think that's like that's where having all those depth charges made really failed failed them uh, because you had depth charges that went out to members who got a subscription service and he mm-hmm. came in the box with the foam and you had polybag depth charges, carded depth charges and signed carded depth charges all on the store. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's what, that's what hurt them. But 
Like if you look at Rampage and Transmutate, like those have finally gone up in value uh, as of I think the last year of the club. Um, yeah. Even the Lyo Convoy went up a little bit. He he, de- he didn't lose any value for what it's worth, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they definitely had too many of those death charges made. Um, I think that was the issue there. And the, 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 the thing with the Airazor is just... What's up, Tyler? When do you think the Warooters will start jumping up in price there? I think because yeah. they're a Diaclone homage. I don't think ever. You know, fandom what? cried for Diaclone, and when they delivered Diaclone, well, nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. It's just like, a, like they're currently on the G.I. Joe Collector's website for what they have left in stock. So those things will probably hit ninety percent off again. And when yep. you're talking about Diaclone, that even the uh, the two pack of um, burnout, burnout and lift ticket, ticket, lift ticket, yeah, yeah, they're they're on the club site. The box set. I mean, sadly, you know, some of them sets they bombed, but in some aspects, you know, they were good. They were good ideas. 2015 was my fourth favorite box set. Yes, I agree. Actually, totally. no, I take that back. As far as as far as my favorites go, 2015 was my third favorite. Oh, who's your fourth then? With the fourth would have been the 2012 set. Fifth would have been the 08 set. Okay, so you're putting 08 farther back. So you as far as as far as favorites, yeah, like 12. 12 is only number four because of like that was my first one. Um, Okay, but as far as like favorite all time favorite sets, like six, fifteen, sixteen, twelve. You put 15 Eight. above 16. Yeah, man, like 16 is a combiner. That's a, you know, I feel like that's a cheat. Uh, kind of, uh, yeah. I, I like this. Going, going, back to, going back to that, like there were, I think there were only two years that FunPub did not put out anything Beast related of their entire 12-year tenure. Only two years. Yeah, I think that, I've heard that been pointed out before. No, yeah, that's 2009, wasn't it? Uh, don't ask me to go back through that, man. I, <laughs> Me and nine, Brian talked about it one night. Nine sounds about right. I think it was like I think it was like nine and fifth. No, nine and thirteen. Nine and tw- it was nine and twelve. I think it was nine and twelve. If it was nine and thirteen, I could see thirteen because no, no, no thirteen. War. Thirteen death charge came out. It was nine. It was nine and twelve because right. twelve didn't have anything Beast Wars related. Okay. Yeah. So, Tyler, do you have anything you wanted to add? If you're still there, going once, going twice. No, I'm good. I'm staying muted because of the background noise, but I'll pop in when I got something to say. All right. Well, real quick, this will be a short and sweet one. I think we're out of here. Um, speculation for the next Beast Wars masterpiece. You can only pick one and give me a reason why. Dalton. Tagatron because the engineering is already there. Uh, I think Joe's gone. So, Mike. Hold on, let me think. Oh, come on. I think it'll be Rat Trap. I think it'll be Rat Trap. Tyler, what about oh. you? Going once, going twice. I think it'll be Watchmaker because of popularity. This is a fan favorite, and I think that's the logical next choice. I, too, think it'll be Waspinator. Um, I feel like he's the other consistent from, from the Predacon side that stayed in that body uh, for the longest. I've said openly that I would be getting five of them. Um, Why wouldn't Takara want to do something like that? Um, Fair enough. 
but yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely going to be Waspinator. I don't know how popular he was in Japan, but uh, I think worldwide popularity for that character is very He's a favorite. high. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, so, there goes Joe. I think they'll I think they'll uh, be able to reuse that stand uh, that they've included with Black Arachnia. Um, I feel like that would be a perfect stand to use for a Waspinator. So uh, maybe we get that. We could probably get who knows how many accessories, but uh, as much as I'd want it to be another Maximal, I do believe it will be Waspinator. Well, so, then that, that goes with Brian's new theory. His new theory about- is, is faulty because he, he said that Dinobot and Black Arachnia were a versus pack and it was Dinobot and Tarantulas. Oh. Yep. So that theory's out. And it would have been... If they were going with the the versus pack theory, it would have been Waspinator before Black Arachnia, anyways. Mm-hmm. Even if Dinobot was VS eight, uh, because Waspinator was poor was VS three because he was a D three in the Japanese line. So honestly, at this point, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's got to do more with popularity at this point, character yep. popularity. Yep. So it's going to be either probably Rattrap or Waspinator. Maybe definitely. Rattle. And see, both of those <laughs> have been only... done. Both of those have been done in, in generations, and that's the only thing that makes me think. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm, I just stole your thunder because I feel like that's <laughs> where you were going. Um, is that because they have those generations releases? That's where something like uh, Scorponok or Tigatron or Terrorsaur, Terrorsaur. could be uh, a good indicator for for what's next. But personally, I think my money's still on uh, Waspinator. They could also be uh, they could also be trying to bank on the female role because like that's that's really important in today's social climate. So you know we may see a an air razor, and if they do an air razor, then you know Tigertron's coming. The air razor was male in Japan. Yeah. Oh really? So yeah. Interesting. Okay. Oh, plot thickens. I don't Probably know. I, I, th- I feel like some of the I feel like some of the the MP bios come with like some of their American um, like history on it. I don't know. I'd have to go back and try to read and hover my phone over spots of text to translate poorly. <laughs> so, with that being said, Dalton, where can everyone find you, man? You can find me everywhere at Daltonian Stiffs. Mike, you can find me everywhere as Just Another GI Joe Show. Soon to be rebranded into Angry Mike. And (laughs) Tyler, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Dalton's casting couch with his arm up just like that. (laughs) Dalton been been maxed out relaxing. I, of course, and Primal Sabbath, thank you all for watching. We had quite the chattery chat. You can catch us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On this channel, you can also check out Rumble Collectors for the audio format. Uh, they they upload that. And Dalton, take us away. All right, check out the Cool Table Network. Go sit your ass down there. And on that network is Shattercast Jesus Uncut. Christ. My first time. Calm down. I know. Shattercast uh, you know, Uncut. You know, you know Enter the Realm. Toy Detox. Figabang and Beers and Bolters. Forty K. Plastic Fanatics. Breaking the Mold. Nerd Raid Radio. Fresh Communications, Building Up to a Verbally Challenged, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. We also got Back and Forth, The Tedious Podcast, Blackout and Shout, or, you know, Black Forth and Shout. Uh, all queued up, Off the Runner, Bed, Bath, and Bionicles. <laughs> he paused. 
Oh, dramatic effect. Fall on deaf ears. Move Cybercast on. Cybercast <laughs> at around 30 minutes with the Lux Baldwin. Thanks for watching us, everybody. We appreciate that. Dude, that's that. Like, Dalton's outros are the best part of the podcast. That's